So you don't want to say the previously? No. Wow. Previously on Paisal, Jessel wrote a letter to introduce me authentically to his family. It was wonderful and touching. In this episode, we'll be getting a little bit dramatical. Whoever doesn't get that reference, it's it's from Anne with an E, the one on Netflix. Anne of Green Gables was one of my favourite books. I also loved the films, but the Netflix series really did it a lot more justice. Uh, yeah, judging from the one we actually watched, older one, what do they call them? Yeah, they were like made for TV. It felt dated. A product of the time. Yeah. Since I watched the new one first, going backwards didn't help. It was a huge step forward for our relationship once you started introducing me into your life. At the same time, I was involved in a lot of volunteer work and you expressed some interest in attending those events to be supportive and to to learn. Well, it was speaking events you had that I was looking to attend. There wasn't any like social events that I wouldn't be as thrilled to be attending a social event. Yeah, I, I was trying to be supportive and be in the crowd. Not really be like a hype person, but... A what person? A hype person. Oh, wow. A hype person, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine you being a hype person. No. I would not pay you to be in my audience for that purpose. Because you wouldn't get your money's worth? Absolutely. Yeah. I would feel very supported. Well, not if I had to pay you to be at my show. Yeah, but... I mean, you, you started this... Uh... It's hypothetical, so I don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm moving it on. I'm done with this because it didn't work out for me. Before we get to the dramatical, I think it would be nice to briefly talk through some of the different dates that we had. There's so many. They all they all merge together. I don't remember the timeline. Of... I do have that in a spreadsheet. Yes, you do. But like going to the planetarium. Planetarium movies. was a bit later. Yeah, we did quite a few movie dates. Early yeah. on, including me visiting your place and watching Roma. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, what's it about? Do you remember what your response was? Yes, I don't know. No, you said it's about female empowerment. No. Did I write <laughs> Yes, that is or? specifically what you said. And I said, oh, that's that's not a, a plot or a story. That That's just a theme. I can't even remember what the movie is about now a woman who works as a cleaner who gets pregnant pregnant and when the partner finds out she gets abandoned yeah no she gets abandoned she gets abandoned before she has the child when he finds out that she's pregnant he abandons her that's what i said okay um the the family she's working for she was she was worried that they would fire her for becoming pregnant or something i don't know and then i Got you to sit through all of the Scream movies at um, Mount Gravatt East. Yeah. Not all at once, I think. One night at a time. I don't think you would have stayed up till 12. No way. I need my sleep. I turn into a baby if I don't get good sleep. No. You, oh, yeah. I guess you yeah, have a tantrum. Can't help it. Sleep is important. Yes. I deteriorate very quickly. Especially because you don't drink coffee in the evening, which is a good thing. It would be interesting to see if you... Well, firstly, you would have to survive the first week of not having coffee at all and then to see how your moods are overall on a day. My moods? You're you're so anxious to get your first cup of uh, coffee in the morning. You're up at like five or something. 
I just naturally wake up at 5am. Yeah, because you're craving coffee. Anyway, we went to the Brisbane Powerhouse to mm. see the Pixels exhibit. It was, it was a bit of a letdown. The The stuff they had was pretty cool, but um, we were expecting a bit more. They were doing renovations or something at that time as well. Some of the areas were closed off. But it was, I mean, the, what they had was cool. And there was a monkey thing we went to at the Queensland Museum. I don't think it was just monkeys. Yeah, wasn't it called monkeys or something? Maybe I'm getting it mixed up with the one we went to that had like other stuff in it. We have been to a lot. Yeah, we've been to the museum a few times. And the Gallery of Modern Art. Yeah. Oh, yes. Something I did specifically want to mention. There was something early on that you noticed and I noticed... You sent me a message saying, I don't want to seem like I'm paying for everything. Yeah. Something I had noticed was you were paying for everything. <laughs> my reply was, it has seemed like you're paying for everything. Yeah, so. the first couple of dates I paid and then I thought, like, I don't want to be offending you or anything like that. So I brought it up saying, if this is an issue then we can have a chat about it yeah. and see what we can sort out. I really liked that. It linked in with a TED Talk that we've since seen, I think. If you want an equal marriage, data's equals. It explores some of the hypocritical behaviour or inconsistent behaviour where people have these certain expectations when they're dating. Often these will be around things like in a relationship with a man and a woman where the man is paying for food and, and drinks when you eat out and that sort of thing, and the woman in that scenario just accepting that, and then when they get to marriage... Uh, there's also the subtext wave. If that is, that is what's happening, then the woman, not generally, but could feel in a position where they're obliged to stay in the relationship in that terms, on those terms. And then it can lead to a marriage then where the man becomes the the primary source of income for the relationship and the woman then becomes a caregiver or does unpaid domestic work on this unofficial understanding. You're saying financial dependence. Yeah. And then you have, I guess, um, people becoming resentful. Yeah. When um, the other person isn't doing what the assumption what they assume they should be doing. So I was very grateful that you brought up the money thing because I have not wanted to go into a relationship where I feel like I exist just to serve you. Per perhaps many people are happy in that situation, Understand. but that's, that's all content. That's not the type of relationship I have wanted. I have wanted a relationship where we are equals. We make an equal financial contribution and we also divide up all of the domestic work equally yeah I, I can see how if you want that but you don't voice it and you have the dating context where you're expecting everything to be paid and you just go along with that I think of course you're going to end up with a difficult situation yeah at, the, at that stage basically the other person's already formed there are assumptions and their assumptions have been justified. Well, I've been doing this and they haven't said anything. So that must be the right thing to do. Do you think people can feel like they're owed as well? Because they have invested all this financially. 
Yeah, so you have the owed and the other person is obliged as well. I was going to say, we both come from a family where it's very... Traditional. Yeah. Patriarchal. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's culture. They're both for cultural reasons. They could also be Um, for religious reasons. Yeah, so I think we both have that feeling where... I don't know if this should go in, but... I don't know. Yeah, I think we need to go into that. So basically, we agreed on taking turns in paying for the bill, depending on how much it is. If it is, like, if we went to an expensive restaurant, then um, one person would pay, then we can split the bill after that. But um, normally, one person pays, and if we go out the next time, the other person pays. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's worked really well. Further down the track, it did enable me to create another document for life admin. We could just enter things as we went so that once the other person went through and did their finances, they could balance it out. Or Yeah. Yeah. One of the dates that didn't go too well was a theatre date. Now, some background... There have been a lot of ways throughout my life in which I've been hurt when I've stood up for myself. I had developed a pattern really where I just expected that hurt. So instead of standing up for myself, I would become silent and just find a way out of a situation. Some of that is around people justifying unhealthy behaviours toward me. Things like gaslighting, different forms of domestic violence, and I won't go into any detail there. The necessary thing is to know that I had this mindset later on, several years into this podcast, we'll get to this, I became quite hypervigilant, looking for potential threats and looking for inconsistencies, looking for reason to protect myself by leaving a situation and an example that's relevant for this episode is I had a very busy schedule we had to schedule our time together and I remember you had said you know if if we've scheduled time together I won't cancel on you or I won't reschedule then something came along where we had agreed on a a time where we got we were going to catch up we were having a conversation and you were checking, you're like, oh, can we maybe move our plans? I immediately started thinking in my head about the inconsistency there of being told that that wouldn't happen and then that happening. I completely spiralled and I kept silent. This happened just before we went to see Jersey Boys at the theatre Sitting there, I became more and more distressed as I just thought, if Jessel's being dishonest about this one thing, how much else is he being dishonest about? Once I get into that mindset, it just builds and builds and builds and I just see all these connections and possibilities and it very quickly becomes impossible for me to feel safe. I really missed the whole musical, but I didn't want to say anything. You know, if I stand up for myself, I'm just going to get justifications and... You mean become defensive? Become defensive. And on the other hand, I didn't want to ruin Jessel's experience of the theatre. Well... (laughs) That happened anyway. Yeah, I could tell that there was something wrong. So I was worried. Yeah. 
I mean, it wasn't as ruined for you as me, but I was worried about you doing the show. We went, I think we sat down somewhere. On a park bench. Yeah. Park bench. Uh, would, would you count that as a park? I think we already know that I count all of those benches as park benches. I'm not talking about the bench. Of where they are. I'm not talking about the bench. I'm talking about the area scene. It's not quite South Bank Parklands. It's close. Yeah. So, yeah, we were basically... At night time, sitting on a bench under a tree. Yes. By the river, with a view of the lights of the city. How romantic. can't believe you just said romantic. You know, mm. romantical. How romantical. No, you can't go back. Oh, if only I could go back. You mean turn back time? If only I had saved what we still had. And that was more a reference to the song. That was too. I don't know. That was literally That's lyrics from that aqua the, song. Oh, you're talking about a different song. I thought you said, I thought you meant that the, the lyrics were from the same song that I referenced. Do you remember basically the sort of conversation we had? It's tough. No, it's tough as in not going into detail. <laughs> basically, I just said that from my experience, being able to communicate what you're thinking, why you're thinking that, not necessarily being an antagonistic or hurtful, being able to discuss those issues in a reasonable way before it gets too far. I think for us, that might have been the beginning of looking at learning a bit about communication and relationships. That was a very brave thing for you to say. You being silent, having an issue and not telling me what it is so we can talk about it. That's an issue that I can't work with. That was a very brave thing for you to do. That was very important for my specific situation to know that I was allowed to raise concerns and that we would talk through it with openness rather than disregarding or, you know, people make comments like, oh, well, everybody does that or... I didn't mean it that way. I think I'm just saying too many words. That's never happened before. <laughs> I think I cried a bit in that conversation. Did you cry as well? Or maybe um, you were emotional a bit? Well, yeah. you were emotional. Yes, when I was explaining. Why that was important to you. Yeah. I think at that point, that would have been the most intense moment in our relationship. Other points were also very intense, like our first kiss. For different reasons. Yeah, different yeah. type of intense. I guess it would have been the first intense um, negative. No, not really negative. Difficult. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we made it through that. You too. You're not gonna. Well, I mean, most people will be listening rather than looking, so. You can say this is for the video viewers. No. Wow. I don't want to do that. Oh, you don't want to segregate? No. Before we parted ways that night, you asked if I would go back to the theatre to watch the show again. Yes. I said yes, and we essentially had a redo, and we both got to experience the theatre production this time. Yeah, it was a, a happier experience for both. Yeah. That's all we have time for in this episode. In the next episode, we will cover some challenges, challenges associated with hobbies. So look out for that in about a week or so. I've been Paige and this has been Jessel. You've been listening to Pay You've been listening to Paisel, a true rom-com. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you.